tonight we've got special guests, and, and it's you know, one of the guests is my daughter, and the other one is a, a young lady who, well, we kind of consider her a daughter. And uh, you're going to get a chance to meet them both, and not because they're family, but because they have put together an amazing organization called Raise Them Up USA. And you've got to see this. I mean, it is so timely and so necessary for this day and age. Stick around because you're in for a huge treat. We'll see you in a bit. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. Together, we will make America great again. I have never been more hopeful about America. And the people who knock these buildings down the advance of human liberty can only strengthen the cause of world peace. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. But because of the Watergate matter, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. One small step for man. All the be able to sing with new meaning. My country tears of thee, sweet land of liberty of the Arsene. We shall pay any price, bear any dirt, uphold any foe, to ensure the survival and the success of liberty. It is indeed we are, the defenders of freedom. With the unbounding determination of our people, we will gain the inevitable triumph, so help us God. Hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Those who forget the past are destined to repeat. And now, your host, Pastor Rob McCoy. Thanks for joining us tonight, folks. We are in for a treat because uh, the two ladies with me, one happens to be my daughter, uh, Molly Stevens, and she's actually my oldest child, my oldest daughter, and she's amazing. And then her dear friend, uh, Ellison Fowler, and Ellison, uh, her mom was a tremendous blessing to my life. She's gone to be with the mm -hmm. Lord. She didn't die. She began to truly live. Yeah. And, uh, and so we're, we're here tonight because these two have put together a, an amazing website and an organization called Raise Them Up USA, completely inspired by them both being young, young mothers and looking at the country and all that they're facing and all the issues that we're up against. And you're looking at these young children and you want to make uh, their future bright. Mm -hmm. And so the two of them got together and they put together Raise Them Up USA. And, and this thing is catching fire. It is, it is a phenomenal website. Uh, their social media presence is growing. And the resources that they provide, tonight they're going to talk about that. I'm going to ask them questions as to what inspired this. And you, you need to stick around because... You're going to not only watch this organization explode across the country and take fire in so many homes, you're going to be referring this to people, young couples, young married folks that really want to do right by their children. Mm -hmm. Because we have two competing worldviews. We have the secular progressive worldview, and then we have the Christian worldview. Mm -hmm. And the idea is in this area, the children belong to the state. And in this area, we're accountable to God to raise these children as stewards over their lives. Right. And these two young ladies picked that up. They've run with it. You put this website together. And I have to tell you, Molly, granted, I'm your dad, but I'm really proud of you. 
Now, Thank now you. that being said, uh, I'm, I, I heard the ideas, I saw the vision, I remember you sharing with me, and for those of you who don't know this, I, I rip this girl off all the time because her insight, she's a voracious reader, she comes to me with G.K. Chesterton quotes, and, and I, I use them in the sermons all the time. You have a wonderful mind, just like your mother, and the, and the world doesn't know this, but they're going to know now. I, I not only take from your mom, but I take from you. And people think that I'm brilliant, and I'm not. I just have really uh, good resources. I'm pushing back on that. Yeah, I no, definitely okay. get a lot from you, Daddy. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. love. But that being said, uh, you're also, uh, you, you, you think of these great things, but you're busy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're artistic. You're a ballet dancer. You dance with the Joffrey. You did all that stuff. So organizationally, you keep a nice house and you you know manage the family and you do all those things. But putting something like this together, a little bit more difficult. Uh -huh, and all of a sudden, God brings Ellison. That's right. And the two of you become nitro and glycerin. And <laughs> Ellison, you you've got this motivation to get this thing rolling. You're like, yeah. we got to get on it. You've been flying back and forth from Texas. That's right. And and Chase has been you know raising the kids while you're here. Just giving a hard time. But, but you really put the fire into this and the two of you guys together with these ideas and it's been inspiring. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'll come to Molly, but I want to start with you, Ellison, because I know that when, when I worked with your mom, Gail, and, and I saw her, she was just a force to be reckoned with and your family after her passing, you guys have carried this, this mantle and you've done a wonderful you know, work with it. Mm, thank um, you. But now we, we come to a place where this is your own ministry, and this is something that the two of you were inspired by and yeah. you're moved by. And yeah. and at first, though, especially, I mean, you worked in my campaign when I ran for the state assembly. Yes. So you learned a little bit about politics, but back in Texas, this idea of incorporating uh, politics with the church is not real popular. No. Yeah. And and now you you start seeing what Molly's doing, and you you were a bit inspired by all that, and, and inspired by watching what we're doing here at God Speak, mm. and then being a new mom and raising this family, you're starting to say, wait a minute, something's got to be done. Yeah. And right. and so you're you're to me that that typical brand new mother, a new family, church going in some capacity, somewhat conservative in your ideas. You believe in life. You you, you believe in liberty. You believe in all those things. You love the Lord, but how to incorporate those things? And then you see this this avenue through this yeah. website, and what does it do for you? I mean, why did it inspire you? Why did you feel like you wanted to join forces and do this? Yeah, well, I think it's my mom introduced me to you, which was totally the Lord because I was able to work on your campaign, and there really established a fire for me for politics. Mm. And I love history, and I love the Word of God. And a lot of that combines, yeah. most all the time. Right. Yeah. So even when we talk about our history, Molly and I would talk about our history and our constitution, and we'd be like, "Oh, but this scripture is from this." Yeah. And we would That's it would right. just blow our minds, and we would be so excited about it. But it was getting. I was living in the East Coast at the time, and I was watching your church you were in New Jersey, stand right? up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching your church stand up against all that's happening, and I was trying to figure out how do I fly here, how do I help and support. And it comes a point where I'm like, okay, well, how can I stir a fire to where I'm around? Mm. Because I can't be living off of what's happening in California. I need to help other people around me kind of awaken to yeah. what we need to stand for and to stand for justice and righteousness. Yeah. So we were even talking one day and we're like, um, it feels like because we're moms, stay-at-home moms, I have a three-year-old and an almost two-year-old, yeah. um, it feels like I can't be a conservative. 
Like cancel culture is running everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it was the shifting in our mind going, no, because I have children, I have to do this. Right. They're the ones understanding our history and they need to understand it, how beautiful it is. Um, we were just talking outside about how um, if you don't understand to value something like our country, you're seeing this other wave of people destroying our country, right. burning buildings, burning streets. Yeah. When we want to treasure the monuments or even the things that I'm like, this is what we've come from. Yeah, that's We right. can learn from it. We can see it and the beauty of it. I got mm -hmm. you. All right. Now, this, this, is, this is an interesting one. I'm going to throw this out there because, you know, part of the critical race theory Mm -hmm. is that the founders who were Enlightenment thinkers, in a sense, are motivated by the Enlightenment thinkers, and looking at the scientific method and, and absolute truth and empirical data, and they put together a government that has survived 244 years of more liberty than any other nation conceived in the 6,000 years of recorded history. We've got more Nobel Peace Prize winners, patent, uh, patents. Uh, incredible. Yeah, it's incredible yeah. what's been accomplished. Symphonies and all these things that have accomplished through this nation that has been given this liberty. And, and now critical race theory says that that's systemically racist. That's, that's a white man's uh, construct. Yeah. And that uh, we, need to get a, we, we need to get away from absolute truth. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that truth is only going to be... Uh, defined by the political prowess of intersectionality with victim groups. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at, at two gals here. You're, you're white. I mean, you, you lack melanin. I mean, you're, you're so white, you're almost clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. And, and yet, just so folks know, yeah. both of you have children from biracial marriages. Yeah. Yep. And so, uh, let's just put the kibosh on that bad boy. Mm -hmm. And... Your husbands are all in on this. Yeah. yeah. Jace is, is, is a black American. Yes. Yeah. Mike is a black American. Mm -hmm. Your children are caramel cherubs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, this, this flies in the face of the critical race theory. But yeah. then again, Micah and Chase are dismissed because it's not about the melanin content. It's about the ideology. That's right. And yeah. so you two gals put together, okay, then let's contend for ideology. Right. And instead of sitting around saying, you know, what do I do? And wanting someone else to come up with the answer, mm -hmm. you did something. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And you don't got a lot of time. Raising little mm -hmm. kids is hard. I yeah. mean, you got, you got three all under the age of six. Yeah, I think that's largely why we were both inspired to do that because we are raising our children that don't fit in a group. And critical race theory, it's all about what group you fit in. You are, there are no individuals. You fit in a group. You're either in the, you're black, you're Asian, you're white. There is no, if you're, if you're a, a black man that has a, a corporate job and you've worked your way up, you're just more white. You know, if you believe in a, a monotheistic one God, well, you have to get back to your African roots. You know, there was theocide and they killed all the gods. And, you know, everybody belongs to a group. There's no room for individuality. Well, what group are, our children are mixed. Like, what group does our children, they don't. They're made in the image of God. They're yeah. unique. There's no one like them, and they are called to do what God has them on this earth to do. So I think that's why we were so passionate about, you know what, let's just be bold. Let's just, we don't know, we don't have a lot of time, like you said, but we're willing to just step out in faithfulness and do this yeah. because there's other parents just like us feeling the same way. And with not having time, we've actually stayed up almost all nights, most nights. Yeah. 
putting together the website, figuring out, because we do not know how to run a website, right? <laughs> or let alone social media. Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah, what are we doing? Like, we Yeah, <laughs> and we created this website on like four different platforms first yeah. right. to find the right one. That's right. But even just the passionate, we would be at three in the morning go, oh, man, I'm so tired. Oh, but we have to talk about knowing history. Yeah. yeah. And then we would just be like, we're on fire about it. Uh -huh. so, so you guys, uh, you, you put the website together. We're going to take a look at a couple of screenshots of it. And, and on the website, you also have a blog post. And I've, I've, I've read the things you guys have written. Mm -hmm. they're, they're remarkable. I mean, they really yeah, are well written. I, I'm not a writer. I made a living just talking. Mm -hmm. I mean, people have transcribed what I've, what I've said. But to sit down and to type things out, most of the stuff I share, I'll have an outline and then it's, Basically, my teaching style is extemporaneous. Mm -hmm. But you guys have formulated thoughts and put them down on paper. And the, and what you've done, I, I have gleaned from these things. They're really good. Thank I mean, you. they're really good. They're, they're great. Thank you. And then you've got a whole bunch of them that you're going to release periodically. And then yeah. you're going to do a clothing line and a number of other things just to yeah. support these these other ministries around the country mm -hmm. yeah. that are contending for the family. Now, this isn't a focus on the family. This isn't anything along those lines. This is Raise Them Up USA because it is it is geared. Who's this geared to? I already know the answer, but I want you to describe it. Yeah. Go ahead. I take it? Okay. So really, uh, families that have conservative principles and have chosen to raise their family in this way. And I think everywhere right now, you're alienated if you hold to those values. So even at work, you have this you know, racial sensitivity training. So your husband or the mother, whoever works, is having to deal with that. And then your children go to school, and they're being taught critical race theory. And everything is combating you're your getting, worldview. You're getting slammed on the critical yeah. race right. theory side. Everything is combating what you're trying to instill in your family. And we need support. And we feel it. And so our heart was to do this so that people don't feel alone. Yeah. So this is for the family. This is for conservative families. Let's let's uh, take a look. Uh, this is uh, uh, right when you when you go on the website. Uh, and, and give everyone the URL. What What's the, the link? So it's um, raise them up. USA.com. Mm -hmm. Raise them up, USA.com. Yep. Great one. All right, so you, you come to the first page. Take a look at this. I, 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 I saw you guys already made a shirt like this. Yeah, uh -huh. we're experimenting. No with history, designs. make history. Yeah. And and uh, and so uh, you just you got this here. No history, make history. Uh huh. Uh, let's take a look at some more here. That that's when you come to the website, and then you you have listed here your vision. And I love that. You say you're proud to be Americans. Now, it, it, with nationalism um, being in the crosshairs of the critical race theorists, and it seems as though uh, to be a nationalist is, is uh, a bad thing. You're out a wicked and ungodly Yeah, you're wicked thing. and ungodly. Right. Uh, and you're watching ministers across the country. We'll cover that momentarily. But you guys are emphasizing that you're proud to be an American. I'm going to ask you to expound on that because mm -hmm. I'm in agreement with you. But I want to I hear from your own words. Mm -hmm. And you put... Creating a space where families are encouraged, educated, and equipped to take ownership over the liberty that is theirs in making decision for, decisions for their families and their children. We believe conservative principles allow a society to thrive. We believe strong, united families can change the nation. So yeah. no history, make history. I love that. And you're yeah. inspiring the children to do it. Yeah. And then down below, you say, join us in standing for, and we're going to cover these six topics. You say, join us in standing for school choice. Yep homeschool rights, medical freedom, that's an interesting one, mm -hmm. all of them are, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm drawn to that one, protection of the unborn, free thoughts, and free speech. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Let, let's let's pick those off one at a time. Okay. Let, let's we'll do we'll do two at once. We'll do school choice and homeschool rights. So, Molly, you start. You you share with me what, school choice and homeschool rights. Yeah. Now, uh, as the oldest in the family, your mother and I, which you're well aware of. We not only educated all five of the children in homeschooling, but we also mm -hmm. did private schooling and public schooling. We've right. run the gamut. Right. Uh, and you participated in all of those. Yep. And and so you have a unique perspective. And, and Ellison, were you public, private, home? I was homeschooled. Homeschooled. Yep. Okay, so so you're you're advocating for school choice and homeschool rights. Explain that and why. So, well, choice is important. We have to have choices. Freedom is having choices. Right. We have to be able to have choices here in the United States of America. So uh, school choice, I feel like you see in California and New York specifically, they try to choke out charter schools. They try to come down on private schools. This is true. Yeah. And um, what they want is a state school. All children are forced to go to public school. Not for education, but in doctrine. That's right. Not for the Children are owned by the state. That's this right. other opposing ideological Exactly. Position. So the left really wants that. And you see this big push for it. And they also come down on homeschooling. They don't want you to have the freedom to teach your children what you believe, the worldview you, you hold to the values you want to instill in the children God gave you, they want to be able to decide what what goes in your child's head and okay. what your child will grow up to be. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to ask a question that a lot of folks are going to be wondering as time goes on and this, 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 this grows, this mm -hmm. organization grows. Mm -hmm. uh, is this a strictly Christian organization or is it open in a pluralistic society to folks that like what you stand for, but don't adhere or believe in the God that, that both of you yeah. have submitted to. So you say something that I love, and I'll, I'll start with that. Um, what we do is political, but the byproduct is spiritual. So both of us are believers. We, and by the way, I didn't come up with that. That was yeah, David Lane. I love it. Yeah, I it's love amazing. Yeah, so we both are Christians and openly Christians, and our worldview we live out our worldview in how we raise our family and our children, and it aligns with Scripture, and, and that aligns with that. right yeah. conservative principles. So, um, we're openly believers. People that you know will follow us will know that. But um, it's for everybody. We we also believe that implementing. You're blessed when you implement, you know, these principles that the really laws of nature. And nature's God. Yes, and the founders knew that. Yeah. So um, that's kind of where we stand. That's so, so it's not a litmus test. You don't have to be a Christian to, to participate yeah. with Raise Them Up USA. Exactly. Great. Yeah. You just have to love the country. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the idea of conservative principles. I mean, for example, Rick Grinnell, mm -hmm. a married gay male, mm -hmm. um, served in, in the Trump administration, also in the Bush administration. Mm -hmm. He's, he's pro-life. Um, and, and I tell folks, I, I'm, I'll stand with anyone who's going to stand in defense of the yeah. unborn. Yeah, and and folks find that difficult, and it's almost like a litmus test within Christendom that no, we can't participate with somebody like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it, but the the con the conviction and the commitment to traditional marriage and my biblical view of marriage between a man and a woman is uh, uh, unchanging. Mm. But how is it that you can get a married gay male uh, and and an evangelical heterosexual male? Uh, contending and rowing in the same direction for conservative principles when you have a distinct difference ideologically between uh, your view on sexuality. Right. So it, it, it's one of these things that, as it says in Galatians 3, that the law is a school teacher guardian to point us to Christ until faith comes. 
And, and in politics, everything is incremental and, and you have to row in that direction. So if you find someone who agrees with you, you have six, six of these, uh, these points that you stand for. Let's say they agree on, on four of the six. Yeah. Then they, they find your organization helpful and mm -hmm. they want to they join you in that endeavor. Are there any that are non-negotiable for you? For me, there's just there's really one very clear, non-negotiable, uh, and that's the unborn. Yeah. Um, and then and and then I would say the next would be speech, the freedom of speech, yeah. the freedom of thought. Yes. Now, if we want to get into school choice and and uh, homeschooling rights, which I'm an advocate for, but that that's a that's that's not one that would be a non-negotiable for me if I'm working with someone. Right. Um, and then. Uh, medical medical freedom, man, that's becoming more and more critical. Yeah, I, we've chosen to take a stand on this um, because I really do believe that both sides are using it to divide. Yeah. And when we're divided, they get power. And I think we need to come together on this issue and just realize the we we have a right to make decisions for our own body. Yeah. So so you're not you're not pro-vax or anti-vax. You're pro-freedom. Pro-medical freedom. Yeah. Parent choice. Is that the definition? Yep. Okay. So the government, like for example, when someone wants to give you a vaccination, you're, the government's the government stops where your skin begins. Yes. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Also, for for those who would hear that argument and you know, a pro-choice person that hears that argument and wants to come against us and say, well, what about abortion? Right. Uh, that well, baby... Abortion meaning uh, that right. that you're not giving the freedom to the mother? Right. Okay. So you hear this argument a lot, like my body, my choice, but um, what's inside of you is not your body. Right. It has a whole different DNA, set of, you know? a whole set, separate right. so, set of DNA and yeah. chromosomes and a whole right. bit. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's a human being. That's not a choice. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great insight, and that's that's where that delineation point comes. That's why I struggled with. That's a non-negotiable probably. Yeah, for and me if as we well. don't value life, we have we have to start there. If we don't value life, there's no point in fighting for any other issue. We have to see the value of life. We well, the, the founder said, "Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness," right. because liberty and happiness are scarce little value if you're dead. And it was the first one on their list. Yeah, the, it, it's, life. It's critical. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Life is critical. Mm -hmm. All right, so so then you, you lay out this vision, you've got it all set, and now you want to reach young families, young moms. Um, is it is it is it geared towards a younger crowd? It's for everybody. Yeah, I wouldn't even say young moms. This is for the dads. This is for I mean, even on our resource page, everything that we're and it's going to grow. But what we have up there is we're trying to just cover for everybody. Mm -hmm. If okay. you're a dad in a workplace and you have you know, racial sensitivity training happening and you don't know how to You'll combat have access it, to that. Prager U's up there. Start educating yourself on... So you, you've got an amazing resource page. I, I was noticing this. Now, are, are you the one grinding on the on the web page? Or, yes. Yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, okay. So she's, <laughs> she's, she's the putting website stuff together. extraordinaire. Yeah. She's typing and you're just putting this together and you've got this. I, I love this one here. Take a look at this, folks. You are not alone, and you've got Lady Liberty there. Tell me about that. Who who drew that? Who designed it? And and what are you communicating? All Molly, <laughs> but Molly it is part that. of okay. our. I mean, there's a. We haven't posted this yet, but there's kind of a category that we would put ourselves in as a liberty lover. Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of that that we love liberty, but we want you to know more about it. So here's our resource page. Yes, that's and right. Then you're not alone. Yeah. 
but yeah. And, and now, now, folks think that they're they're crazy uh, because the way they've done this in this day and age is not only are we experiencing unprecedented censorship that I've never seen in my lifetime, mm -hmm. and I don't think the country's ever seen this in, in, in its history. So we're facing not only censorship, but, but propaganda because they have to censor the truth in order to put forward a lie. That's right. Uh, because a lie never survives in the presence of a truth. And that's that's why we deliberate, and that's why we come and reason together, mm -hmm. and that's why you have a, a legislative process, a process that's supposed to be slow mm -hmm. and deliberative, and now they're moving to the courts where they just bypass, uh, you know, working through ideologies and contending for truth. And so you, you, you're saying to folks that feel isolated and... and and maybe I'm alone on this because you turn on the television and this isn't stuff they're talking about. Nationalism is yeah. bad. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're, you're a danger to society if your children aren't vaccinated. You, uh, yeah, they're attacking religion. I mean, everything that, that founded the nation seems to be under attack. Mm -hmm. And so you put this, is that what inspired this? Yeah, I, I would even expound on, you're talking about nationalism. You know, yeah. people, the left likes to redefine terms, and right now, n nationalism, they're trying to make that seem um, really fascist, right. like it was, it, it's Hitleristic to be a nationalist, you know? The hyperbole of using these words to the point where they almost mean nothing. I would right. just say fascism but, means bully. But we have, to, we have to combat that and define our terms. And so patriotism and nationalism, according to the Webster's Dictionary, they're used interchangeably. They were... 50 years ago, you, I mean, you talk, you mentioned G.K. Chesterton earlier, C.S. Lewis, patriotism and nationalism, they would use those terms interchangeably, and it just meant somebody There's, there's that, virtue in nationalism. Yes, and there's a reason, you know, nat nations, as G.K. Chesterton says, are just large families. They're extensions of a large family. So just like, I love my family, and if, there, if there's a complete stranger over here, and I have my six-year-old son over here, and there's a gun pointed to both, I'm gonna jump in front of this, I'm gonna jump in front of this bullet because that's my son, right? I value my family, I'm responsible for my family. So you understand the stewardship entrusted by the Lord yes. toward the children that have, that have been. And I'm a Christian, and so as a Christian, I see that my nation is an extension of my family and other believers within my nation can have access to the word of God if politically we allow a system where they can. And they can share the word of God if we protect free speech. So that matters in my nation. I'm responsible for my family within my nation to do that. And then that extends globally. So as a nation, if we're strong and we stand for that, other what suppresses Christians in China? Yeah. Bad, wicked, godless governments, right? So you can say, oh, well, I just, I just see my whole family. I don't, like a Christian in America is no less valuable to me than a Christian in China. Well. Yes, like we are all family as believers. We have yeah. that in common, but it matters. We're but they're also persecuted, and we're supposed to remember them, and we're supposed to be That's right. mindful and prayerful. And when the yeah. Bible says, pray for the land, I forget um, where it's Jeremiah yeah, 29. Pray for the land, uh, which you're in, because if it prospers, you will prosper. Pray for and the peace in the city, for in its peace you'll have peace. That's Jeremiah right. 29. And um, if, if you don't feed your family, you're worse than an unbeliever. Yeah, he it's, does not care for some, he's less than an infidel. That's right. So if you take those ideas and you start, you're responsible in the small and you're faithful in the little, and then you extend that out into your nation and your global family, it's, people are blessed. So, so when, when the Lord says, and, and you're, you're not aligned with a number of pretty big-name pastors, mm -hmm. Carl Lentz, who's not really a pastor now. He's Levi a, Lusco. He, yeah. Levi Lusco. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm blown away. Levi, why? Right. What, are you, what are you doing here, man? So they can march with Black Lives Matter, radically march with Black Lives Matter. And you don't see people hurling, oh, you're, what a white nationalist. Like, you're so radical. You're over there. If they're right. radically working for the left, that's okay. But you only see, even within the church, you see criticism against Christians that are choosing to... To, to implement these ideals for the purpose principles. of the families and the government. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so the Lord said, he didn't, he, he didn't say uh, make converts. He said make disciples. And he didn't just say make disciples. He said make disciples of all nations. That's right. Nations are boundaries established by constitutions and compacts and agreements. Mm -hmm. As you pointed out, Molly, and G.K. Chesterton did, it's a larger family with agreeable ideals. And yeah. we hold to the seven articles of the U.S. Constitution and the 27 amendments. And yeah. each of those was deliberated upon. And granted, America has failures, but those failures are universal. Yep. But our successes are unique. Yes. And so we celebrate that. And you're proud of that? Is that why you did this? You're proud of this country? Yes, we are. Yes. It should be. Yes. And, and so you're a nationalist? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but not, and again, not, that does not surpass my, my love allegiance for to Christ. my allegiance to Christ. So I think that that's the accusation within the church yeah. is that, well, you can't be a nationalist if, you, a if you're a Christian. Well, I, it never would surpass my, I do it because I love my, my Lord. Yeah, that's good. I do this because he's my savior. I do this because I have a mandate. Um, I believe it's in Galatians where it talks about the boundaries of your dwelling places. Yeah. He's placed me here. He didn't place me in China. I have a responsibility here. The, the, the word economics comes from the Greek that means, I think, uh, oikonomos, which is, uh, and I, I'm not, you know, professional in Greek, but... Um, <laughs> Neither am I. So. Yeah, but, but I do know this, that it means, it, it means rule of the house. Yeah. Uh, how you handle the, the financial aspects and how you an, handle the welfare of your home. Yeah. Well, that applies to a government as well. And then people have to decide, and what is the role of government? And we have the Noahic Covenant where God established these... And he gave the laws, and from the moral law comes civil law, how you live together, as C.S. Lewis, not C.S. Lewis, but Francis Schaeffer said, how, now, how then shall we now live? Right. And, and, and these principles are to be applied to boundaries and borders and compacts. Mm -hmm. but, but to say, you know, everyone's going to come to know Christ, and all it is is about preaching the gospel. Well, mm -hmm. Calvary Chapel's been preaching the gospel for 52 years in California, and we've avoided politics. Yeah. And we've aborted more, more children than any other state in the union. That's right. So where's the power of that gospel? And we have the highest debt. We have the highest homelessness. We have the highest poverty. Yep. And, and, that's, and, and so they, they truncate and, and cause the gospel to be myopic, meaning that it's you know, just raising your hand. God didn't say make converts. He said make disciples and not just disciples, but, to, to dis, but, but disciples of all nations. Yeah. He recognizes boundaries. Yes, yeah. that's right. So, okay, now you understand these concepts, you appreciate what the founders did, you appreciate the Enlightenment thinkers and the, the First Great Awakening and, 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 and how these folks put together a government unsurpassed in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. And you're awakening to these principles, but both of you were instructed in them, whereas maybe your contemporaries who went to public schools never heard the principles that you were raised with. What yeah, do you think, yeah. Allison? Is that true? Yeah, it's very true. I think because we were homeschoolers, we are free thinkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have people that I talk to, and even my husband, who had a different school education than I did, and we'll talk about, well, this wasn't talked about in school or color. And I said, well, yeah. what school were you in? Because I learned about that 
Yeah. I learned about all history, all about all American history. Yeah. It wasn't divided in groups. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I agree with that. Just even. Yeah. And, and with your contemporaries, for example, being in, in New Jersey and then also being in, in Texas, a church you attended that your, your, your mom, Gail McWilliams, was instrumental in and, and had an, an enormous ministry across the country. And Texas, you know, you had Governor Abbott and your lockdowns weren't as severe as ours were. But you were watching churches just kind of fold. They, they refused yeah. to open. They, they weren't bold. Um, they, they kind of bound to the tyranny. And your eyes started opening to, this is, this is infecting the church as well. Is that a fair? Yeah, it feels like a virus within the church. There's a different virus mm. that came with COVID. And it's shown people that they truly don't stand for even righteousness or even truth. Yeah. And it's just so um, mind-blowing to me because you'll see in Texas, there are churches that are trying to find that stand, but I think they're afraid at the cost of what they'll lose. Yeah. And so it's just finding maybe the right people or the right... Um, I've pointed a lot of pastors your way, even, Rob, because I was like, hey, you need to connect and see how it's done because you're not alone. This whole topic yeah. and why we created this. We're these two moms, and I know we're not the only two moms yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We're not alone, and these churches aren't alone. Mm -hmm. So even finding the backbone to do it and to find the people that are going to do it with them and support them. So, so you were referring pastors to talk to me. Um, I, I don't, maybe some reached out, maybe some didn't, I don't know, but I do know this, cause I've talked to a few, but uh, the part I like about what you said is you gave them a resource in order to have more input to make a wiser decision and to obtain courage. Yeah. So when I went to your resource page, because I've been checking your updates, because I know you've been grinding, putting this thing together, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we got a shell here, all right, I don't know if I... <laughs> and I went to that resource page. I was really blown away. It, it actually, I, I found resources on this resource page that, that got me, I, I was sitting there for probably close to three hours. Wow. Digging into some of the stuff because I don't have a lot of time, but that day I did. Yeah. Mm. And I love your resource page. I, I want to show you all. Uh, so you click on the resource page and you've got public and charter schools and you click that and all of a sudden you have resources on on on, on the public schools, charter schools, what's happening in relation to that, mm -hmm. people that are advocating, you've got articles in relation to it. Yeah. You, you go into homeschooling, you see homeschooling advocacy, uh, you see legal uh, uh, defense, defense on that yeah, for private and homeschool. Mm -hmm. I mean, these resources are remarkable. Do we have a, let, let's keep scrolling through this. I want to show you some more. You've got, um, well, here it is, private and homeschool. Yeah. Um, and then when you click on that, which we can't right now because we're not active on the on the screen, right, but when you click on that, what are, if you from memory, Ellison can describe that. Yeah, we have, um, I can't remember the organization's name in particular, but it's, they advocate for homeschooler rights. Mm -hmm. And they're all. HSLDA. Yes. Yeah. All law enforced in what states and the mandates. I, I saw there. that interactive map where you can see the state you're in, see if how that state treats homeschoolers. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. is required in order to homeschool. Yeah. That's, that's solid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's people out there that are fighting the fight with us and they're bringing you info. And even with, um, we put on here Prager Prep. Yeah. 
They just launched that, yep. Yes, which is great, and it's educating not just the parents, but our students, and there's even Liberty University. Liberty University now does curriculum K through 12. Yes. Yeah, and they have a homeschool, the, uh, online homeschool. I, I love Hillsdale. It's yeah. one of the full, the, I think it's the only school in America that doesn't receive government funding, Incredible. and that way, their classical education and the, the students that they produce are phenomenal. Mm, yeah. Free thinkers. Yeah, so great. And you know, you know that school was established uh, after the Civil War, maybe before really? or after. Yeah, it was it was um, it was an abolitionist mindset, and uh, they had set it up. And it, yeah, it, it's it's got a really remarkable so history. So cool, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, and we're hoping to add more too. I mean, we, the resource. Yeah, we're we gonna know as definitely much be as expanding we know. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I want to take a look at this. So you also have social media. You've got an Instagram page, Raise Them Up USA, which I happen to subscribe to. I know Charlie Kirk does. I know that David Harris Jr. does. I thanks, mean, some... thanks to Thank you. you. <laughs> I can ask him, but they said but yes, yeah, so, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and, and these are some of your posts. You've got, what is a 1619 project? Because if we don't share yeah. the same history, mm-hmm. we don't share the same country. That's right. That's, yep. Uh, public education is not produced, has not produced an educated public. That's G.K. Chesterton. G.K. Chesterton. Yeah. Legacy over convenience. It's one of our blogs. I love that. So that's a blog on that. Uh, Grassroots organization launches to help parents fight woke indoctrination in schools. Mm -hmm. And and you go through all these. You provide this. People get a quick read. They get to be inspired. Um, That's great. That's actually, um, I believe it's Parents for Education. Um, That's a website that we have on our resource page. And what they do is that they're the grassroots organization that's being referred to in that article. They combat critical race theory being taught in schools around the country. So it's, they're yeah. really amazing. And they have a map that shows you where and how you can actively get involved um, on a legislative level, like mm-hmm. in your community, to combat that. All right. So so for the two of you as, as now working moms, in a sense, um, how has this affected your kids? How have you implemented what you what you've put together with turning, or excuse me, turning point, with Raise Them Up USA. How have you implemented uh, this in your own lives as you're projecting it for folks to yeah. be able to use as well? Um, well, Tuttle Twins is one of our resources. They have books. And um, you, also got, you also got Mike Huckabee's. Yes. Yeah, yeah um, No History. Series. He has the No History on there. Yes, yeah. and that breaks down. Um, simple things, free market, economics. So we've even ordered them because we want to know the resources that we're um, promoting, that we love ourselves and we're reading through that. But you need to tell them about your six-year-old and how he knows history so well. Yeah. So we do, I do talk to him about, he knows what Raise Him Up is. He knows what mommy's doing and um, he gets excited about it. It's really sweet. But I was with a friend um, and I was babysitting a little boy who's in public school. He's in fifth grade. So sweet. And um, Oliver and him were talking, and the little boy goes, "Um, wasn't, he said, wasn't George Washington, George Washington fought in the Civil War? And Oliver goes, no, he fought in the Revolutionary War. And he goes, well, wasn't it called something else? And Oliver goes, well, it was called the War for Independence. Six years old. Yeah, and he's six. And I was just so, I had this moment where I was like, man, I'm just so proud. Like, even you see those moments where your child knows their history. Yeah. it just means a lot to my heart because I know you can't, I, I mean, I, I believe it's been said in various different ways by various people throughout history, but I think it was Ronald Reagan who said, those who forget their history are doomed to repeat it. 
And we have to know our history to press forward in a way that's going to uh, improve our country and create citizens that love their country. We have to know our, the truth about our history, not a lie, which you see in this revisionist history crap with critical race theory and the ethnic studies you know, yeah. model that just passed in California. And, and that's going to pit people against one another. And here it already you, has. Yeah, here you have a mixed race family. What, what is it? Is Oliver supposed to be angry with you and not... You know, and, uh, or be angry with his dad. Well, yeah. You know, this is just, this is this is not Christian. Yeah. It and, does, and not it only that, it's not division. good. Yeah. It's a religion of it's it's as much as they like to, uh, you know, levy accusations about hate being on on the side of Christians or conservatives or white nationalists. You know, they. I, it really is. You see this because it's rooted in Marxism. Yep. It's a religion of hate. It's founded. I mean, uh, uh, Marx. He, it was he didn't. It wasn't that he loved the proletariat, which I love. Gabriel Finocchio, who's an yeah. awesome guy, he's been on your program. He says it wasn't that Marx loved the proletariat. It was that he hated the bourgeoisie. Right. Hated. It's founded in hate, and you can see this. I mean, they knew um, Marxism is really difficult to implement in in our nation because we value hard work. We're a capitalistic society. We value hard work. You the the saying, the American dream. If you work hard, you have equal opportunity to succeed. And it's a beautiful thing. It's really hard to come into that and say, well, no, you should actually hate people that are less, like, it's really difficult to implement that. So what they did was they said, let's do this, you know, this, this same kind of thinking, but we'll rub the racial wounds and we'll get in that way. So yeah. instead of dividing people on an economic level, what Which we'll didn't do, work. Right. We won't, we'll get more headway if we come in and we start dividing people in groups based on their their ethnicity or their race, and you see it happening. And, and the history of hurt from the past, and, yeah. and try to drudge that up, and then make division that, you know, based on the content of melanin, you either owe reparations uh, right. or or you're due reparations. Yeah, and it has this this facade of being this beautiful, which the left is good with ling linguistics, like pro-choice. You know, oh, well, I love choices, but you you flesh that out, and it's really you're murdering babies. Yeah, and 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 the other one is you know. We, 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 we're about tolerance. Well, you're, you're, you're tolerant of anything that doesn't disagree with you. There you go. Yeah. Black lives matter. Like, of course black lives matter. How can I take a stance against that? And then you flush that out a little bit and you're saying, oh, what you're saying is black supremacy mm -hmm. no, no, and no, we no. hate whites. No, no. What you're saying is the ideology. Yeah. Because even if you're black and you don't subscribe to the BLM incorporated ideology, mm -hmm. you're not black. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Because the, even the president himself said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Yeah. That was actually uh, Candace Owens. So when Ellison and I were first kind of throwing around ideas for doing this, yeah. Candace had had her baby. Yeah. So uh, she had posted this picture of her darling little boy, brand new, fresh, adorable baby. And there were comments that we were reading through that were like, you know, hopefully now since you've had a baby, you'll reevaluate some of the positions you hold for his sake. Like you can't be a good parent and be a conservative. And they look uh, at her. According to their. According their to that, right. And to her, I mean, she, on every level, I just love her because on every level, she, you're, you ain't black if you're, you know, a conservative. Oh, you can't be a good mother if you're a conservative. Like, you just have this, it's really hate, so hateful. And, 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 and this, this is, this is the zeitgeist. This is kind of the, the mood of the age. Mm -hmm. And you guys are, you're you're swimming against the the stream. Swimming upstream. Yeah, yeah yes. you're you're going against the flow. Yeah. So you do know you're going to get targeted when this thing grows. Yeah. Yeah. We we this idea actually just only happened in January. So all of this has happened quick. 
But that was one of our first things. We're like, are we ready? Yeah. And we're like, yeah, of course, because there's a bigger picture than just us. It's never about us. I, I thought a lot, too. Daddy, I remember when you were going to step out and run for assembly, and I remember sitting around the dining room table, and you told all of us what you wanted to do, but you wanted, you wanted to talk to us about it and see what we were thinking. And I remember feeling so blessed. Like, I, it still brings me to tears thinking about it. But I remember knowing you were doing it for me, and you were doing it for my children and their children. Yeah. And all I could think of was, you know what? Like, a lot of people... Christians say, I, I, I don't get in, involved in politics, I just preach the gospel. And I think we do that as families too. Like, I'm just a parent, I'm so busy, I don't have time to get involved in politics right now. You have to be involved in politics right now for your children because you're a parent. Yeah. And I really thought about that, and that was largely in my heart why. I mean, I don't like conflict, I don't like being out, like this is really nerve-wracking for me, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. willing to do it, you know. You got your mother's And I, I know my, my children will know that I'm doing it for them. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we're limited on time, but I did want to tell the two of you, the, the part that I, uh, I appreciate the most about this launch. Um, and you know this, Molly, and Ellison, you do too. I mean, in this season, God's afforded us access to uh, a, a number of people we didn't know a year ago. Just because we've stood and God's kind of brought all of us into the court of, you know, for lack of a better description, the Bible says court of kings. And these are folks that can move and shake. And, and yet none of us have taken advantage of that in the sense that we, we want to get rich and wealthy and profit from all this. As a matter of fact, I think, and you know that that's never been my motivation, um, and, and the, the part I love about this is you, you do have access to people that could fund a big launch. And, and you, you, could, you could pitch them on it. But you've never seen me pitch. Mm -mm. You've never seen me. I've never asked for a penny. Mm -hmm. Anything we've done has always been organic. And I love the fact that this is completely organic. Mm -hmm. And, and you, you haven't accessed any of those. This is hard work from two working moms and it started with nothing. And anything that happens, you will know that it's God who's done it. No man That's will right. get the glory on this. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just really impressed and proud of you. I, I have to tell you, though, um, the organizations that I have access to and a chance to you know, move in and out of, and I look at what you guys are doing and kind of what I see on the landscape, this is so critical and so needed. And the approach you're taking is so unique that I, I'm, I'll be shocked if this doesn't explode across the country. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be shocked. But I love the fact that, that you're not going, I met, a, I met a wealthy man one time, and I'll never forget what he said. And he said, people think that my money is a solution to their problems. Mm. And I love that because, yeah. first of all, I don't need your money, mm -hmm. and it's kind of a hassle because you have to figure out You've been entrusted as a steward of that. Right. Yeah. And you better do right by it because you're going to have to give an accounting of it. And you aren't the solution to my problems. The Lord is. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, whether it's, it's, I remember early on when we first started the page, all the way back like a month ago. Here, <laughs> we it was had longer than that. Yeah, we had, a, we had 12 followers on Instagram and we were so we excited. Were so and I was stoked. like, Jesus started with 12. Like, this is so great. <laughs> and then now it's like 300, which isn't, I mean, it's nothing compared to some people. I remember when I first got 100 on Instagram. Yeah, and to, I remember when we first got 100 viewers on, on the live stream. Yeah, and you just realize like, wow, that's 300 people that have been blessed, hopefully, mm-hmm. God willing, by this. And if that's it, thank the Lord. Yeah. Like, yeah. praise the Lord. We were faithful to do what he put on our heart. That's all I got to do. And if it's just 300, like, praise the Lord. Like, yeah, the, okay, yeah so, it's worth so, it. So we're going to have you share the, the website, all the, you know, the Instagram, how to get in connect, connection with you guys. But tell me what the rollout is on this, because I've, I've seen you and I've had the chance to read some of the things that you put together for blog posts that you haven't posted yet. Yeah. Because you wanted to make sure you had a lot of content before you launched this so folks would be able to have right. something fresh every day. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about the rollout and kind of the plans with it. Yeah. You, you, you're talking about clothing line, all that yeah. stuff. So. Well, and, we um, have been working on podcasts. We haven't launched that yet. We have built up six months now of podcasts. I did, I did one with you guys. Yeah, yes. you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be great. Um, so we're working on editing those. Um, now and they're timeless because I remember you asking me questions that were had nothing to do with specific. any issues of the day. It was a specific yeah. kind of idea. That yeah. You, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. So it's timeless. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, our merch, hopefully in July. We're That's our, our fingers for that for one. For July 4th. Quit using, yeah. quit using slang. Merch. What's that merch? Okay, merch. Okay. What's at merch? No, merchandise. No, like, like oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Sorry. Explain You're talking to those all who hip, don't know some what of merch the folks, is. The, the t-shirts. Folks, yeah, t-shirts. We will be selling t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully in July. Yeah. And um, more blogs coming. We're actually even building a, like a kind of a writer's group. So all different um, perspectives. You have stay-at-home moms. Um, dads, People even that have doctors, doctors. Yeah. yeah, so we're working on that. But mm-hmm. um, so there's a lot of things we're potentially wanting to roll out. I mean, we we've dreamed big about this, so yeah. we'll see. I saw some, I saw some of the merchandise, and it was really kind of geared towards kids, which I kind of liked. You had some really cool shirts yeah. for little kids uh, that go with the yeah, parents. like no history, make history. I yeah. thought that was great. Yeah, and then the kids are. What? Making history? A history maker. Oh, so history maker, yeah. We have one coming out. It's going to be so cute. For the parents, it'll say, no history, make history, which is kind of our, our yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And um, the shirts for the children will say, history maker. So we're knowing our history and making history through our children, who are the little history makers. Yeah, yeah that's great. So that's our first one. Um, we might have some more. We're, we'll see what we're able to get out. But we're, our goal is for uh, July 4th. And, and why merchandise? Because you want the kids and the parents to be excited Proud about Proud to be conservative. Yeah. Proud to be conservative. Yeah. Um, how do you fund all this? I mean, I, I, I know you did a donation page. Yeah. And uh, your mom and I dropped some yes. in there, <laughs> which was able to help you pay for what? Thank you. Yeah, we're working our on LLC. getting our LLC okay, now. Okay, so your yeah. LLC. So, yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> good luck with that. That, that donation will probably... You know, uh, well, a few more of those. The blessing better. is she lives in Texas, so we're going to do the LLC through Texas, which is cheaper than this yeah. tyrannical state that is California. That just it's so but, hard. But to with start the business. proceeds, you're you're going to help a number of these organizations. Yeah. So yeah, with our, our merch, yeah, our, yeah. our goal is that we do a 10 percent of that goes to either that month, um, what we're fighting against, if that's um, school choice or medical freedom. So mm-hmm. we'll just pick one of the things that we stand for anyway. 10% will be giving to those organizations that are on Standing our resource page anyway. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and then in time you're gonna you're you're gonna have contributors that you're gonna have to you know subsidize and supplement and you're gonna have God a lot willing. of overhead costs. We'll see costs, where it goes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right now it's a labor of love. Yeah, that's great. Truly a labor of love. Yeah. This is for our kids. Yeah. I love the quote you always say. It's um, a country or a land grows great. Oh, a nation, a nation. A, a nation plants trees. A nation grows great, whose citizens plant trees of the shade they will never know. Yep. That's what we're doing. Yeah. That's cool. Well, good job, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Thanks yeah, so much for having yeah. us. Well, I, I, I'm very excited about this. I wanted, now granted, 300 followers, not a lot, but I wanted you to come on the program, and we weren't, we're not a, a, a big entity, but, but folks are real faithful that tune in to Vintage McCoy, and I, I want them to see what you're doing, because I don't mm-hmm. think I've been this excited over something in a long time. I am Aww. really thrilled. Thank you. I mean, I, I just know, like, if, if, if your mom had had access to this, I remember back when we were thinking of homeschooling, it, it, you were like the weirdest people on the planet. You yeah. walk through a supermarket and they're like, arrest like, them. Dare, 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 right. Where are you from? Why aren't you in school? <laughs> yeah. Homeschool. Like, okay. Okay, okay. You're one of wow. those. <laughs> and, and we didn't even know what to do. We didn't know who to ask. And yeah. you put it all together on yeah. one website. So yeah. thank you. All right. Give everybody... Uh, how to connect with you. Give, give us all the yeah. connection points. So our website is raisethemupusa.com and our Instagram is raisethemupusa, at raisethemupusa. Yeah. And we're on Facebook under the same. So. Yeah, and our um, email's on there, so you can find everything. Yeah. And no merchandise yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, yeah, July. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, if, if anyone is moved by this and, and you want to help them launch these things... Uh, I, I I know that. Uh, what, what what's Chase do for a living? He works for Uline. Okay, so he company. does boxes. He's, yeah. he does shipping. He's there's our hookup. He's not a CEO of a company. He's <laughs> no, I mean yeah. you're you're raising a family. You're renting a place to live. You yes. got two kids. Yeah. Micah's a minister. You got three out of the womb, one in the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're you're not super wealthy, but you're doing this. And if folks, if yeah. you believe in this, invest in it. I mean. This is, this is a ministry that's going to change the country and it's going to start with the next generation. And these ladies are committed. So be a part of that mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and see what happens. Amen? Thank Amen. You. Well, folks, thanks for joining us. We're going to close tonight uh, with uh, our blessing out of Leviticus. And um, as we do, well, we, we, we didn't for a while, but we brought it back. So uh, this, is, this, this blessing is for Raise Them Up USA. Mm-hmm. And it's also for all the folks who are tuning in. And if you're at home, and I remember uh, a listener who came to visit us told us, we, my, my family and I, we used to recite this when you did. So mm. I thought that was sweet. That's so if you want to do that with us, you can give us the same blessing back while we're blessing you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Well, they're laboring tirelessly for the next generation and raise them up USA. I, I, I told you, I, I'm excited about this. I don't do this often. I wanted them to be on the program, not because she's my daughter or that we consider Ellison to be our daughter. That's not the reason why. I love this ministry. Timely, necessary. Take a look at it, and then we'll see it tomorrow night. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everyone. Hey guys, thanks for watching. For more information, head over to VintageMcCoy.com or follow us on Instagram at The Vintage McCoy. We'll see you there.